Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. I once knew a man named Barry. Barry was smart and witty. He had sparkling, kind eyes. And he was one of the few people I have ever met who could actually pull off the waxed, curly mustache. And Barry was very successful in his chosen profession, and he was known to be a supportive but fastidious boss. He gave a lot, but he expected a lot. He reminded me of the famously skeptical former editor of the Washington Post newspaper, Ben Bradley, who would often say to reporters, you don't have it yet, kid, when they failed to apply the proper vigor and method when writing a story. Barry applied the same philosophy to sermon critique, especially when the sermon missed the mark. Not that happens with any regularity, mind you, but when I skirted the heart of Jesus' message because I was nervous or afraid, he would let me know. And so when we hear our warm and fuzzy gospel message this morning, I thought of Barry. In today's gospel, we do not encounter a nice Jesus, a my-first-Bible Jesus, a sweet and cuddly, embracing the lamb or snoozing in the manger Jesus. This is the overturning the money-changer's table Jesus, the get-behind-me-Satan Jesus, the rubber-meets-the-road Jesus. This is not a fun Jesus. Jesus says some nice things today, He says, and even the hairs of your head are all counted, so do not be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. That sounds like a nice Jesus. But then he continues. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother. I should have scheduled Will to preach this Sunday. (laughs) So it behooves us in the spirit of my friend Barry to dive into these troubling words. We could try to ignore them or explain them away or mollify them with some rhetorical mumbo-jumbo, but that would fail to seek the truth. And I believe our call as followers of this Jesus is to seek truth. But, thanks be to God, we can also acknowledge that this seeking is hard. We probably shouldn't whine about it. Although a cursory scan of scripture can find a lot of whining. 
The Psalms are full of laments to God. In the 14th chapter of Matthew, when confronted with a large and needy crowd, Jesus' apostles, in a pastoral moment for the history books, say to Jesus, the hour is now late, send the crowds away. And in the Exodus, the whole congregation of the Israelites frequently complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. This work is hard because being a disciple is hard. We are blessed to worship in a beautiful space and we share the burdens of ministry with so many excellent sisters and brothers in Christ. And we are blessed to live in a time and place where following Jesus is very easy. But that world beyond our gates can be very challenging. It is the creation which God said is good, and it is full of human beings made in the image of God. But because of the ravages of sin, things done and left undone, there is a lot of work to do to bring forth the kingdom of God. And that real and present work can cause hardship and strife and division and heartbreak. I am reminded of the life and ministry of Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the German Lutheran minister who was an out outspoken critic of the Nazi party and whose criticism led to his imprisonment and death by execution. The execution taking place only a mere two weeks before his camp was liberated by Allied forces. Discipleship can be very costly. And the example of the hardship that following Jesus could threaten is the dissolution of the family. For I have come, Jesus says, to set man against his father and a daughter against her mother. These are hard words, almost shrill words, for us to hear down here in Mississippi. For we are folks whose first question when we meet someone new is, now, who are your people? We are folks who deeply and profoundly love our mamas and our daddies and their mamas and their daddies and their mamas and their daddies. And if you dare say something not nice about my mama or my daddy, I am going to do things that require the Lord's forgiveness. We are family people. But if we are honest, which is also hard, family can be difficult. Families can be places of unconditional love and support and joy. And families can also be snares where we are assaulted by abuse and estrangement and pain. And for those first apostles, many had already left or were separated from their families. Remember James and John who left their father Zebedee holding their fishing nets on the shore of the Sea of Galilee to follow this Jesus. I bet that next Thanksgiving was a little awkward. So regardless of the health of our family, following Christ gives us opportunities for additional families and communities. Through the sacrament of marriage, we find family. Through beloved friends from college or camp or the tailgate, we find family. Here at the chapel in Bible study or chapel grill or foyers or our day in the country booth, we find family. And in the waters of baptism, 
we find family. And our families help us do the hard work of Christ in the world. And most importantly, God helps us too. For Jesus says also in today's gospel, whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Which sounds really, really hard. But as we remembered last week in Will's excellent sermon, our worthiness does not come from something we do or earn, but from the love of God and being made in the image of God. As we pray in one of our Eucharistic prayers, in Jesus you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. Or as we pray in our baptismal covenant, I will with God's help. As hard as being a disciple will be, we are never alone in that work for we are surrounded by the family of Christ and emboldened by the Holy Spirit. Discipleship is hard. And as we listen to Jesus, our rabbi and friend, his instructions can also be hard. But our worthiness to do this work is never in doubt. Have no fear, Jesus said. So let us begin. Amen.